This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Size of, I don't even know what in that bullpen. Keep playing like dog Great call by manager Lou. Go get me a goddamn first baseman. That's what I want. I don't want an outfielder D8. I need a first baseman. Okay, Lou, I'll ask you something. What? How do you go into the season without a closer? How do you not address the closer situation? Lou, what's up, dog? Good, how are you doing? Good. Well, it's always great to have you here, Lou. Ah, yes, it is noon on Friday, or thereabouts, because we distracted ourselves. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, uh, you see him on Nesson, you hear him here on WEEI, and as we say on this show, the voice of baseball in Boston, our great friend Lou Merloni, and Lou is brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, where you can win free groceries in their Grand Slam Summer Sweepstakes. Lou is on the Harbor One Hotline. Hello, friend. How are you? I am just dandy. How are you guys doing? Where Where Beautiful are you Friday. right now, Lou? Are you back home? Are you? What's the situation here? <laughs> I'm actually. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in New York. Okay. I'm actually at LaGuardia right now, getting ready to pick up Mama because tonight's game's on Apple. Ooh. So I'm chilling. Okay. Oh, yeah. you ain't chilling, brother. You you. <laughs> well, number one, but I meant it more of the. What will be burning up will be that Marloni credit card dinner in New York City in Manhattan, picking mama up at the airport. All I hear is the uh, all I can think of is uh, the money just flying right out that yeah, window. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we're going to do actually we're going to do a little Broadway. We're going to do a little show tonight. Oh, yeah, okay. oh. Wait, listen, Lou, no. the last time you allowed your beautiful wife to pick a show, you ended up walking out of the Britney Spears concert, if I remember correctly. Yeah. What play are this you going true. to see that you will probably end up walking out of? And, and uh, give, me, give me the name of the play. Well, she, she picked this one out, too. So it's The Cottage. I don't know. I guess Jason Alexander, I think, directed it. So we'll see. We'll see oh, how it goes. no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, you will yeah. be falling asleep within 20 minutes. Do you, have, do you have some gummies no. to bring oh, with you or something? Lou, you're going to have a double dip in tonight. I'll tell you what. Keep you no, up. No, we're fine. Okay. I would say maybe Kiki Boots. I don't know. Les Mis. Did you consult Diasi before booking anything on this? Oh, man. Uh, that is something. Well, Lou is uh, going to be taking it in. The rest of us will be watching the Red Sox. I don't know what the hell they're going to do, Lou. This team, it's it's the same. It's unbelievable. They play a losing team. They look like a losing team. And it's in front of them. This is an opponent in Washington. They they really should have taken advantage of. And I know it's just one game swings it and wins a series, but 
It's kind of been the pattern for a lot of this year. Play a bad team, they play bad. I mean, I almost don't even know what to say about it anymore, Lou. Yeah, no, I mean, the reality kind of setting in, I think, really with the series. It's like, yeah, Washington's playing better, yada, 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 whatever. You can't lose two out of three to them, given the situation that you're in with the schedule that's coming up. And, and you know, you, you see guys like Sale and Whitlock come out there last weekend, and you're like, wow, you know, and all of a sudden then they come out three days later, four days later, five days later for Sale, and it's 91-92, it's not 95. You know, Whitlock's not 97, you know, it's 92-93. And this is just the reality of guys coming off the IL, and it's exciting to say that Sale, Hauk, and Whitlock are coming back, but they're not going to be in midseason form. Like, Hauk's first start's going to be against Houston. His next start's going to be against the Dodgers. I mean, what, what do we expect out of that in, in the middle of, you know, end of August? So they're good arms, but to expect them to come back and jump right into this thing and, and really kind of pitch at a high level is just unrealistic. And it's kind of shown out way here the last few days. So, if, I mean, and then you kind of just end up relying on just like, you know, lots of runs. And, and that seems yeah. to be like on and off also. Yeah, and it's really how this team's gone. Like if, when they swing it well, they're able to hide the deficiency. You know, when you score seven or eight runs, an error by Devers doesn't, like, you know, make or break a game or a base running miscue. You know, the reality is they have good players. They have good pitchers. They have good hitters. But as a team, they don't play baseball well. That's just the reality. You know, Baltimore plays baseball well. They're not great at anything, but they're good at the game. The Atlanta Braves are very talented and play the game well. This team doesn't. You know, they don't catch the ball well. They don't run the bases well. And those are the little things when we say, you know, that's a good baseball player. That's a fundamentally sound player. He knows how to play the game. You know, this team's got talent. But sometimes you look at them and just say, they, they just, they don't, they're not a good baseball team. You know, they don't, good, like, there's some players that play the game hard. But it was like Dustin Pajoy, 40th birthday the other day, yesterday. We're like, that's a baseball player. Defense, runs the bases, knows the game, instincts. It's kind of been what's missing. Yeah, I know, but Lou, which kind of leads me down to the the coaching aspect of this. If you got good players and, and, and then you're telling me, okay, they don't play baseball well, I mean, it's not like because they're hard-headed, right? Is or, or or is it? Are they hard-headed and the message just doesn't get through? They don't think that it's important, they don't value it, or they think they know everything? I feel like there's the message is being sent, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So why isn't it manifesting yeah, well, I, itself during the games? Yeah, and I know you can look at coaching. The reality is, you know, Corey, listen, it's the manager. He takes responsibility, and it's a reflection of you. But to a point, too, it's sort of like, you know, if you give me guys that, that have never really been, it's currently a reflection of baseball. Like, there's not a kid in baseball who knows how to run the bases well because nobody does it anymore. They only care about how far they hit the ball and how hard they throw the ball. So it's like fundamentals aren't really taught, and you're asked to be taught it in pro ball level. But yet we don't really teach it at the pro ball level because as long as you hit, we call you up to the big leagues like the Angels just did with their first-round pick. So we don't really teach the game. We just teach like certain parts of the game. So when you give me at the big league level guys that don't know how to run the bases and don't really know how to you know, field the baseball consistently, I, listen, I, I can only do so much, you know, as a coach, uh, uh, whatever, right? So I can only have instincts on the base pass. You talk about the Reese McGuire, you know, doubled off to end the game the other day. Everyone's talking about Carlos Febles. As a base runner, I don't need to look at the third base coach. Like, I shouldn't have to look at the third base coach. I don't rely on them to run the bases. I don't rely on them to go first and third. It's something that I know how to do, and I was taught, and I practiced, and I did all these things. That kind of stuff just isn't really – 
the way the game is really at lower levels. Lou, if you're Alex Cora and you start to think about how you want to handle, <laughs> excuse me, the off season, does Alex need to go like sit with some of these guys or does, does there gotta be some level of teaching? Like you said, all right, it isn't happening at the minor league levels. Like at what point, does Alex Cora or other big league managers in the offseason try to grab some of this lack of baseball awareness by the neck with certain guys? Is it teaching them in the offseason? Is it repurposing things in spring training? Like if you were in the Cora role, how would you handle the offseason and try to get some of these guys to think out there? Well, I think it's like you see the team doing a lot in different ways. Like this year offensively. Right, they sat there and said, "We want guys to kind of control the strike zone, draw walks, um, you know, take some pitches, have long at bats." So you went out and you signed Yoshida. You went out and brought in uh, Justin Turner, and you kind of knew you already had one in Tristan Casas and a guy like Verdugo. They also felt like their bullpen doesn't throw enough strikes, so they want more strike throws. So you go out and get Jansen. You go out and get Martin. Well, you know, now I'm not saying like every star has to be this like baseball instinct guy, but. Maybe you sprinkle in some guys and you look at them and you just say, that dude can play. Like, he can pick it. He can run the bases. You know, he may not have the power, the OPS, the exit velocity, the launch angle crap. He might not have any of that stuff. But you know what he can do? He can freaking play baseball. And that rubs off in my locker room. You know, so that, you, know, you, you add a couple of those guys, and they got them. I mean, they got a few of them. You know what I mean? You just need more. And then you identify guys that, that don't. You know, and maybe you move on, whether it be different areas of trades or whatever it might be. Lou, I asked this question to Cora the other day. Um, give me a guy that we're not talking about that is doing all those things that maybe is not getting enough attention. You got a name for me other than the, the obvious stars that, that, that really, you know, based on their salary and their reputation? Is there another guy that you can think of? Well, I mean, obviously the way Reyes is playing right yeah. now. I mean, the guy, the guy came here basically because – you know, he can catch the baseball, you know, so all of a sudden, here we go. It's like he's not a superstar, but he can solidify shortstop. He can solidify second base because he can play the game. You know, he runs the bases well. You know, he draws his walks. He, you know, so it's like he's he's a baseball player. You know, he's not going to let anybody on fire. He's not going to get a seven-year deal. But, you know, that's a role player that they found that's kind of like that. I mean, Justin Turner is, is like that to me. He's not fast, but he knows how to run the bases. So, um, you know, they got a guy, and obviously story, you know, like a full year of story. That dude knows how to play baseball, and I think that would really help. His injury really killed them, you know. Now it was up to them to go replace him, and they didn't for the first four and a half months. But just more guys like that. Lou, do you think there will be some creative roster management coming up? I know the days are long gone of the, hey, bring up who the hell you want in September. But do the Red yeah. Sox maybe need to get a couple of these young guys up if they can, even more young guys up to let them play out the month of September? If, say, you go in on September 1st and you're still three and a half, four games out of the final wild card spot? Yeah, it's 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 hard because you only can bring up two kids now, right? And then mm -hmm. that's kind of a joke because it should be more because you usually like to call up a third catcher. Those days may be over with, whatever, but – Say down Rafael is a guy, a prospect down at AAA, one of their high guys. This is one of the very few prospects that we have seen recently come through that's actually good defensively. You know, I mean, they just constantly, the last couple of years, bringing up guys that can't play defense and they're relying on them to come up and hit big league pitching as a rookie, which is really, really hard to do. 
But Rafaela is is an elite, elite level defender at any level. He could play win the Gold Glove right now in the big leagues if he was in center field, and he can play shortstop. So this is a guy to me. It's like do you get his feet wet? You know, is he one of the two guys you bring up? I know it's a crowded outfield, right? It is what it is. But and, and if everybody stays healthy, maybe they don't feel the need, or it, it'll help if he doesn't play. But I'd like to see him out in the outfield running around and actually playing defense. Hmm. Well, Lou, um, just a bit of advice for you tonight. I know you got a big night. At, um, so I looked yep. up your play. Yep. It's called The Cottage. Yeah. Um, yes. It's an outrageous tale of sex, betrayal, and desire as one woman decides to expose her latest affair to both her husbands and to her lover's wife. So it's a, it looks Sweet. like a lot of chaos there, Lou. But here's the thing. I want you to go watch. Sounds horny. I want you to go watch uh, South Park. Season 15, episode 11, it's called Broadway Bro Down. There, what you really okay. need to do is take your beautiful wife to a musical, and then you will learn oh. the secret behind going to musicals oh. and how men benefit oh. from it. This is this, this, oh. listen, this is, this is good advice. This is good advice. Wait, you tell me I dropped the ball? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, there's a, the secret is behind musicals. You take your wife and your girlfriend to a musical, and then... Yeah. And then and everything is 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 interesting. Or do you take your well you. or do you take your girlfriend to the musical and your wife to the play? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, my my bet is that Lou falls asleep in fifteen minutes. Can this you? This cottage thing sounds chaos, though. We'll it is. That. It sounds oh, chaotic. Yeah. Right. Do they serve drinks usually at on Broadway? No, uh, intermission. Like, right, you got to go get it. Right. I've been to one Broadway show because my wife dragged me to Chicago because she has a friend who's in it. That's it. And I got to walk backstage. I hit my head three times and I got out of there because it's made for little people. Like you got to duck and all that stuff. I can't deal with it. Anyway, well, I'm a little person. So I'm good. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you don't, Andy Hart. Your, don't Andy Hart yourself. You're not that short. All right, brother. Thanks, Lou. Have fun this weekend. Have a good call. We'll catch you next week, friend. Appreciate you. All right, guys. You got it. Have a good weekend. And there we go. The great Lou Merloni with us on the you, Harbor One. You don't hotline. know the whole the, the secret behind taking your wife to a musical. That's Dude. the first thing I thought of Christian right? when he said he was going to Broadway. Yes, I'm like you have no. sex afterwards.